It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, we're going to have a good time today. It's going to be a little different. We'll kind of just uh, visit and talk and uh, share with our Bot Radio Network family, right, Rich? That's right. <laughs> okay, you know, uh, I have been thinking. What is the heart of the matter? We always refer to things that way, don't we? Another way, people say, let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, But really, it's the heart of the matter. We could say, what on earth is in your mind? But if you want to get down to how a person really is and how they feel and who they really are, you want to get down to the heart of the matter. And Doris Akers, who's been with the Lord now many, many years, people in our audience know how much I loved her music and still do, uh, she recorded a song about this. And here it is. You ask me how I know his blood can cleanse alone. You ask me why Folks, just think about it now. What's in your heart? Isn't that about it, Rich? Isn't that the baseline? She knows it's in her heart. That's how she knows she yeah. loves the Lord. Right. I never, I never will forget when I first heard her sing that song. You know, Rich, that's so true with every one of us, everybody listening to this broadcast. What's in your heart? Somebody said, you are worthless if the master hasn't touched your heart. It's called The Master's Touch. And there was a song that was written about that also. Um, this fellow at some auction, he's got an old violin. And he holds it up. It doesn't look like much. You know, Rich, that's the way it is with us people. We don't look like much. And we think, well, we don't have much talent. Or what could I ever do with my life? How could it ever amount to anything? But, you know, it, it doesn't matter to the Lord when you give him your life, then he makes that difference. What will you say to that? Right, exactly. Well, 
uh, he can fill you with the Holy Spirit, and then the Spirit working through you is what creates that something beautiful. Yeah. All right, now here's the song that that I was alluding to. I just love it, and I love the way uh, this fellow, his name is Bill Anderson. I'm sorry, folks, but I hadn't heard of him before until I was going through our archives a while back, and there it was, at the touch of the Master's hand. Here it is. It was battered and scarred, and the auctioneer thought it hardly worth his while to waste much time on the old violin, but he held it up with a smile. What am I offered, good folks, he cried. Who'll start the bidding for me? A dollar? One dollar? Two? Only two? Two dollars. Who'll make it three? Three dollars once, three dollars twice, going for three, but no. From the back of the room, a gray-haired man came forward and gently picked up the bow. And then wiping the dust from the old violin and tuning up the loose strings, he played a melody as pure and sweet as the caroling angel sings. Music stopped, and the auctioneer, with a voice quiet and low, said, Now what am I bid for the old violin? And he held it up with the bow. A thousand dollars? Who'll make it two? Two thousand? Who'll make it three? Three thousand once, three thousand twice, and going and gone, said he. The people cheered, but some of them cried, We don't understand. What changed its worth? Then someone replied, The touch of a master's hand. So many a man, With life out of tune, Is much like the old violin. But the master comes, And a change is wrought. By the touch of the master's hand. Rich, uh, does that move your heart like it does mine? Oh, sure does. That has a wonderful message to it, doesn't it? It really is, and it's universal. Um, You know, Rich, um, maybe it's my age. (laughs) At 88, you start going to a lot of funerals. (laughs) But we were at a funeral this past week by a very 
of, of a very precious friend and uh, listening to her family, how she lived her life and cared about people, served the Lord and took care of people and just was a constant companion and a source of encouragement. All the way through. Wasn't that wonderful? Uh, she was a lifelong yeah. friend, and she had a lifetime of service to the, to the Lord and to others around her. And then all of a sudden it was over. And um, so how did it all happen? How did it all happen? Well, from years ago, um, there was a lady uh, by the name of Sandy Patty, and she recorded a song we've had in our library all of these years. Never will forget it, because it's the same theme that we are doing on this program. Where does it all come from? It's God. God gave the song. Listen to Sandy Patty singing about it. You ask me why my heart keeps singing, why I can sing. When things go wrong But since I found the source of music I just can't help it God gave the song Come walk with me Yes, God gave the song. The song's always been with us. The song came into our world through a manger, a manger in Bethlehem. It was a simple little song, a simple, lovely song for every man to sing. Right from the first, some tried to ignore it. They said, there's no song. It simply doesn't exist. Others tried to change the tune. They made laws to stop it. Armies marched against it. They killed some who sang the song. They screamed at it in fury. They tried to drown it out. Finally, they nailed that song to a tree. Thank you. 
said to themselves, there, that should take care of that. But it didn't. What's that I hear? I still hear that music day. That's the baseline. That's the baseline. Um, everything we hear now, Rich, on television and the radio and the news, and everything is about um, what's happening in Washington, what's happening in Ukraine, what on earth is Russia up to, and uh, and we're hearing about inflation and then deflation, and uh, all of these things. Isn't that amazing? And yet there's something far more important, isn't it? I should say so. And, you know, God is not the author of confusion, but there is an awful lot of confusion about in the world today. If uh, if people would just get back to the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, from Genesis to Exodus, folks, it's all there. That's right. If you would really go by the Bible, you would know how to vote for somebody and what they stand for when it comes to life, life of the littlest one. Uh, if you would read the Bible, you would know how to balance a budget. If you would read the Bible, you would know how to live with your wife or your husband or how to care for your children. It's all there, isn't it, Rich? It's our instruction manual, isn't it? Um. Then there was another song. Do you remember the Heritage Singers, Rich? This is years sure. ago. Yeah. That goes back to when you were a teenager. Right, long, long time ago. Yeah. Well, in Heritage, then they had a reunion, apparently. And they all got together to reflect on many of the songs they had recorded. 
and what was important to them. And what was important to them is the same thing that was important to my great-grandmother, what was important all the way back through history, and then everything else all the way through. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Listen to this song, folks. Jesus is the sweetest name I know And he's just the same as his holy name And that's the reason why I love Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Jesus, you're the sweetest name I know. And you're just the same as your whole. That's the reason why I love you so Oh, Jesus is the sweetest name Yes, Jesus is the sweetest name Jesus is the sweetest name beautiful harmony, and that was all a cappella. You know, Rich, since you and I have been on the broadcast, you have been all over the place. I don't go a lot of places anymore. As my age, I don't, I can't get out and go places, but you were up in Omaha, and Franklin Graham was a speaker, and you were the master of ceremonies. Right. Tell it us just a, a little bit oh about that. Oh my goodness, that. it was a wonderful event. 2,400 people for a sit-down sit dinner banquet for the Assure Women's Center. And that's a marvelous uh, center that rescues babies. It helps uh, mothers in crisis, and it uh, is a wonderful, wonderful uh, organization. And they train crisis pregnancy centers all over the country how to do it effectively and compassionately in the name of Jesus. So, yeah, that was with uh, Franklin Graham. And then I was just in St. Louis this past Monday. Well, tell me about that. That was terrific. Group of uh, a large group of pastors from all across uh, Missouri, primarily in the St. Louis area. And uh, we got to hear John Ashcroft, former governor, senator, and uh, U.S. attorney general, uh, speak to the pastor, who is, of course, himself uh, a preacher's kid. And uh, <laughs> that's just a wonderful legacy. Uh, very inspiring. See, because we go all the way back, it's wonderful to reflect on some of these things because John Ashcroft was the governor. I think he was 
lieutenant governor of Missouri first, wasn't he? Then he was, he was the attorney general of Missouri. Missouri, and then governor, and then senator, and then U.S. attorney general. And then U.S. attorney general. And Dad, he was the he was the attorney general on nine eleven. I mean, it's like he was in the right place at the right time yeah. because there was awful lot of concern about what was happening all across the country, and he was able to serve as the uh, U.S. attorney general at that critical time. And among other things, he held Bible studies at the attorney general's office. I thought that was really a, a neat well, legacy. Well, you know, the, th- the thing I remember, how the press, how the media criticized him, how the media made fun of him, how the media went after him. At every turn in the road, folks, it almost gets down to it. The one that the media thinks is really cool, you don't want to vote for that person. No, and they made the fun media of him because of, his, someone, because of his biblical convictions. Well, yes, he's a Christian. Not only was is he a preacher's kid, um, who cares? They have to get to become a Christian for themselves like everybody else. Right. But he, because he was a Christian and had convictions, the media didn't like him. Uh, that was a great gathering at Grace Church last week in St. Louis. In St. Louis. And then for the little ones up in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, the least of these, yeah. And how many people were at that sit-down 2, banquet? 2,400 people. It was packed. And uh, Franklin Graham did an outstanding job, having just returned from Ukraine. So he gave us some insights uh, from his experience where they're building field hospitals and uh, other uh, humanitarian aid for the people in crisis. See, folks, um, now Nebraska has a good governor, don't they? Governor Ricketts. All right, now you folks in Kansas, stop and think. How about your governor? How are things going? Honest to goodness, if the Lord's people, uh, who really care about the least of these, the little unborn babies, and and everyone else, from a biblical perspective, if you don't vote, and you don't talk, and you don't learn, uh, you're going to end up with a governor like Kansas does, like Kansas says. That really kind of well, fortunately, sticks in my craw. Yeah, fortunately, the legislature in Kansas has been uh, overturning some of her vetoes, where she well, has vetoed good a, uh, good legislation. She if they vetoes get the it. right person elected in the first place, they wouldn't have to do that. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, anyway, do we have some listener comments? Oh, my goodness. Yes, we sure do. This first one is Viola from St. Louis. This is Viola from St. Louis. I love listening to Bot Radio Network, and I tell as many people as I can about it. I thank God for all its affiliates and for my friend Al, who had me tune in over 10 years ago. From your programming, I get discipleship training, including biblical counseling, counseling for my marriage. I often encourage my family and friends to listen to Bot Radio Network. God bless you for being obedient and sharing the gospel. Oh, oh dear lady. Thank, well, thank you. you. Thank you for calling in and sharing that and with Dad, us. And isn't that neat? Her friend, 10 years ago, her friend told her to tune in to Bot Radio Network, and this made such a difference in her life. Most people find out about Christian radio because a friend took the time to tell them. So let me encourage you and the listening audience, tell your friends about Bot Radio Network yeah. and get Let's them plugged into the great Bible teaching. Let's hear I just wanted one. to share with uh, you guys, I've been listening to you guys since 1992. That's when I first began to grow up in the faith, beginning of rebirth. And I've been listening to you guys ever since. It's phenomenal. I cannot explain it. just wanted to share that. 
Isn't that wonderful testimony about how he began to grow in the Lord as he was listening to the Bible taught on Bot Radio Network? It's the food from God's Word that makes a person a healthy Christian. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about another Yes, here's Anne from Oklahoma. This is Anne in Oklahoma, and I love Bot Radio. All the ministers help me in my Bible studies. And I really love Dick and Rich's complete story where Dick plays old songs and Paul Harvey's messages. It's just wonderful. Thank you for your ministry. Well, bless your heart, dear lady. Listen now. I'll tell you what, I think we have time for this. Doris Akers, Doris Akers recorded another one that's really, really, it touches my heart, and I know it will yours. Here it is. When you walk through the storm hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark at the end of the storm is a golden sky and the sweet silvery song of a lark. Walk on through the wind. Walk on. Rich, give us that phone number really quick. One eight hundred three four five two six two one. That's the listener comment line. We'd love to hear from you. One eight hundred three four five two six two one. This is Dick Bott with this chapter of the complete story with my son Rich, and I'll see you later. 